Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Let's talk today about finding and freeing your voice. This means a few things to me, and I think they're all significant to consider. As a writer and as a singer, the whole idea of voice is really personal to me. As a writer, finding one's voice means not only discovering what content I want to share, but also the way in which I share it. There's a certain rhythm and flow, a certain style and manner of saying what one wants to say that feels genuine and also likely recognizable. If I write with my own voice, I may be inspired by others, but I'm not imitating them. The same goes with the singing voice. We may learn some perfect technique and ways to keep the voice in its best shape, and that's important, but ultimately what makes a singer distinctive is the uniqueness of his or her voice, something about the way in which they produce sound that feels just like them. Probably those singers who we like the best we most appreciate have voices that are not like anyone else's, and yet it isn't just that their voice is unusual, it's that their voice feels authentic and that it feels natural to them, not an imitation or a mutation. It's uniquely theirs, and most likely the spirit behind their singing also feels true and real and honest, even if the instrument may be very trained or even when it's much more raw. Instrumentalists also certainly have a distinctive voice, a special way of playing that's theirs alone, even if the notes are the same as another one playing the same instrument, or a dancer who dances the same steps, and yet they have a distinct and individual way of doing it. Artwork has its voice as well. Visual arts can have an individual voice. When we see the artist's work, we can recognize it as theirs, and at its best, we feel we can in really hear in a way and understand what they're saying, what matters to them, who they are. And that's probably helpful in finding our own true voice and setting it free. It's what we want to say and how we want to say it. It's getting to the heart of our hearts, and it's also about putting off the contrivances as well as the judgments on our voice. The more we try to sound like someone else or say what someone else has to say, the less power there is in our voice. It may be loud, but it loses its true potency because we've diluted the real thing, added to or tried to add to what God has caused to be for his own purpose and delight. And we've tried to make ourselves something less authentic, less the individual self that, you know, when fully embraced is mighty and majestic and memorable. I think our voices are much more true and honest and real when we have something we really want to say. So that's important. What do I really care about? Not what should I care about, but what really matters to me? What either makes my heart catch fire with life and joy, or maybe even what makes my heart ache because it seems so in need of care and love? When we speak of or maybe even sing about things that are meaningful to us, we feel a certain energy of freedom because we're led by that spirit within us. And that makes our expression much more meaningful to others. They respond not because 
We said or did something in some humanly perfect way, if there really even is such a thing, but because we felt the truth and they felt the truth with them in the sharing of it, we felt it with them. When they shared with us, we felt it as well. It's about believing in what you care about and believing also that you're the one to say it. Yes, someone else may be saying similar things, but no one can say it with your voice. And your voice, unsung, leaves the choir lacking. It leaves something unsaid, something unexplored, some needed idea unexpressed, some lack of harmony even. Don't be shy about your voice. Of course, public speaking is an art. And if you're going to do a talk or whatever, you may not want to just fly by the seat of your pants. But that's just doing vocal exercises or learning better grammar or how to mix paints. The tools are helpful, but the voice is not something you create. It's something you set free. It's already a part of who you are and what matters to you. Don't let anyone hush your voice. Don't let yourself hush your voice. Take some time to reflect on what you care about and then start expressing yourself. In the doing of it, in the practice of it, you'll begin to hear your own voice more clearly and hopefully to love it too. You'll begin to hear what feels like you and what really doesn't, what's more someone else's version of you or of your message. Trust your way of saying things and find that rhythm that feels just right for you. It's what feels more natural and which also feels satisfying to you. Writer Neil Gaiman says, the one thing that you have that nobody else has is you. Your voice, your mind, your story, your vision. So write and draw and build and play and dance and live as only you can. I like that. And the Bible reminds us, Jesus said in Matthew, that we are supposed to share ourselves, our voice, our light. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Not someone else's light. Shine your light, the one that God gave you and which then really does glorify him. It glorifies life and love and truth in the world that surely can use your light your voice. Well, I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions or want to talk more about finding your voice or about your spiritual journey or share healing ideas for living, please don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.